Basketball Jones. I got a basketball Jones. I got a basketball Jones. Ooh, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? What time is it? Sloan in the corner for the win! Oh! I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Now Myers should win the league, yes! And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Stand and well, hello and welcome to the Below the Rim show, a show dedicated to the BBL. It's me, Pam. I'm joined as always by my main man, Ads. How are you, sir? Very well. Wiping your backdrop there, Mr. Pam. Oh, we'll talk about this in a minute. My, also joining us, our northernmost correspondent, who's very familiar with the background I've got now, which of course you'll only see if you, uh, if you split with your hard-earned pennies and uh, join our subscription on, podca- on uh, Spotify or on uh, Patreon. More about that later on. Uh, and northernmost correspondent, Mr. Grant Young, the brave-hearted. How are you, sir? Yeah, good. How are you, guys? I'm interested to see what the uh, change of coloured hat brings out of you. It's been the orange hat of anger, and now we've got the Callaway hat of, we'll find out, I guess, as it progresses. The media guru that is Mr. Paul Nicholson is here as well. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm literally posting a reel as we speak. <laughs> nice. Congratulations on the uh, on the podcast uh, with uh, Mackay Noble. Very much enjoyed that. Good. I'm glad you did. We got a little little pub shout out as well. I enjoyed that. I'm not accepting that a roast dinner is the same as a pot roast because that's a that's a castle. Yeah, to them. but you can that honestly... slipped underneath the radar. I think a little bit as you were chatting away. Yeah, when <laughs> when you start talking to some of these American guys and you and you talk about foods and you say, oh, it's a roast dinner, they go, ah, oh, like a pot roast, and yeah. you start stopping not... and explaining. You just go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> You'd have been there for hours. Um, <laughs> I will say this though: I would very much like to get uh, five minutes with Mackay Noble and show him footage of Billy Mims, particularly in the playoff final when he was Leicester Riders coach on his hands and knees, and just just ask him if he did that when he was uh, coaching him at any time, just to see his if, reaction. If you're at the game at the weekend, any of the games, I will make that happen. I'll do my best to be Friday. I'm going to try and go for, and are we Sunday as well? Yes, indeed, it is. I'm meant to be working Sunday, so Sunday's looking unlikely. But anyway, Friday after work, I shall leg it along there, most definitely. Uh, quickly, we've got plenty to get through tonight. We're going to talk about... it. We I coined it on our little group chat as the What the Fuck um, episode, the WTF episode, because I think we know less after more fixtures than we knew at the beginning of the season with no fixtures. It's, it is some of the results, not all of them, but some of the results are kicking up a little bit of a what is going on. So we'll go through the fixtures, as it were, uh, and see what we know. We'll have Green of the Week, which might be quite easy this week. Uh, we'll do the BTR5. We'll do the MVP nominations that we'll tweet out. And we'll do some predictions. I've got a list of little list of, uh, of of player nominations I want from you guys at the end as well, which I sent out to you. So we'll do that as well. Uh, first up, congratulations uh, to Aaron Rye. Aaron Rye? Rye? Ray? Have we settled right. on that yet? Right, it is right. Okay. Congratulations to Aaron Rye, who was voted by our fans and listeners and other fans and whatever as the MVP of week one. So well done to him. This week, we'll have a whole new list of nominees that we'll post up there and we'll keep track of this as the season goes on. I did want to talk briefly and I'm I'm pointing here for those of you listening. I have a backdrop of ballers, ball or nothing, which of course is the BBC. Um, what's it going out on? Because I'm watching it on the iPlayer. Is it BBC one, two, three? It's on BBC Scotland and BBC Three. There you go. Uh, it is 
anything you could ever wish for as a British Basketball League fan, a BBL fan. Uh, it's behind the scenes, the workings of the club. It goes through their ownership change, which is really cool. Uh, signing players, losing players, signing new players, having injuries, dealing with all that stuff. I'm only two and a half episodes in at the moment. I think there's six. Is there eight episodes? Six there's to eight. eight. There's eight episodes. There you go. So I've got plenty to go for. And of course, what a season it is to to cover with that dramatic trophy final. But I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know if you guys agree with me. There's not been enough buzz from the league about this show. If there has been, I apologise, I missed it. But I would be banging on about this constantly. So it's interesting. You look at it up and down. The Gladiators obviously promoted it and promoted it. And we talked about it on the spaces we did yes, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, oh, cool. Sunday. Yeah, I missed that. Um, for obviously the European game. But the league's been really quiet. Considering this is the on mainstream broadcaster, most people pay their TV license to are able to watch Access iPlayer. And yeah, it's now been so well watched that it's now popping up higher up the... You don't need to go looking for it. No, you don't. Yeah, it's like coming it's up popping, in their rankings. Yeah, It's popping up their rankings. So it's clearly been watched by a widespread people. There's up here we get we've had documentaries like that done before on like Fort William Football Club who were seen as being one of the worst worst or the worst football team in Scotland at one point and their rise and tribulations and all that. But mm. this one's epic. Obviously, we're speaking from a massively biased point of view of being basketball fans, and for me, this is my team. It's even co- cooler, and I'm just gutted I didn't make the final cut. Um, <laughs> I'm in it. <laughs> your voice. I'm in the background Very twice. Very brief. I'm in the background twice. That's as exciting the, as it gets. But but the it's hasn't got to do, yeah, they've not got to do anything. There's a trailer ready made. You post that with a shitload of links and say, "Watch this," because this is awesome. I don't. It couldn't be easier. It couldn't be easier. I would do it daily, probably, if I was if I was. Well, especially when they're, they're does it okay, generate... you can watch all on iPad. But does it generate that many revenue and doesn't probably da, well it will in the long run. It won't generate any American yeah, fans. Although well, it might, because there's American guys in it and they are very much in the forefront of it. And they're exciting to watch. I'm enjoying Jeremiah Bailey's interactions with with, with the coach. And I'm understanding a little bit now why he was maybe a little bit more inconsistent is because very often he was the defensive assignment guy. So his stats were kind of affected by that and he was doing an awful lot on defence of being as versatile as he is. I, I kind of got that gist of it. But the funny side of it for me is my mum and dad, I've got mates watching it, messaging me, watching it, saying, this is amazing. Like, we heard your voice in the second episode. This is amazing. And they watched it before I started watching it because I didn't know I didn't know about it. And it, But the funniest thing is, my dad, bless him, he came around for a roast dinner yesterday. Mum and dad came around. Oh, we're loving it. We've, we've, we're, we're five or six episodes in. And he keeps telling me about it. And he keeps going, oh, I don't want to give anything away. And I'm like, mate, Dad, I, I'll cover this. I know exactly what happens all season. He goes, yeah, but they lose a player and I don't want you to... Yeah, it's it burn. they lose Burns first, don't they? He's like, yeah, how do you know that? I said, well, I, I cover this, Dad. This is what I do. <laughs> so funny. Because we're eight episodes in now, but I won't tell you what happens. I know what happens. <laughs> I was there watching it. <laughs> anyway, good stuff. Right. Should we, uh, should we address the, uh, the first... Well, I've got it down as a WTF game. Gladiators... Sorry, Grant. Absolutely destroyed by the Lions. Pants pulled down. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick things off here. I had a little conversation with you today, Grant. Oh, a couple actually. It was quite nice. Um, 
but I, and I said to you, I'm very much glass half empty at the moment when it comes to basketball stuff. But and I've been of the thought that no one's going to catch the Lions for about five years in in the very least, maybe longer, maybe ever. Um, but I bought into it. Glad's have invested incredibly well. They've invested in a, what looks like a really good squad. They're, they're looking to European competition. And I bought into it. I thought, here we go. And I had to um and ah a little bit regarding who I was going to pick in predictions. And I'll be honest, yes, it was one game, but it was a weakened Lions team. It wasn't their full star-studded roster with the $5 million man. Uh, it was considerably less than that. And the gap seems to have gotten bigger. It pisses me off, and it pissed a lot of people off on Twitter. I don't know, Grant, my man. Let's let's go to you first. And uh, well, how did it make you feel first of all? Because obviously you you picked the Glads, and you were firmly behind that. I mean, I'm going to pick the Glads regardless. They can they can be playing. I don't blame you for Denver that. Nuggets. But, yeah. but um, <laughs> what was I saying? First quarter, we were brilliant. First units were on the floor. We were playing at good pace. And actually, the game took a similar kind of standing to last night's. Started really well, made some really tough shots, defended really well, but we couldn't maintain it. The yeah. second units came in and out. They're bringing Jordan freaking Taylor off the bench. The guy fine, could, you could claim that this guy is the best point guard in the league. Yeah, and he's coming off. And he's coming off the bench. So, and if you've got him heading up your second unit, the yeah, they just don't... Oh, and by the way, they're bringing off uh, Josh Sharma as well. You know him? Yeah. That that guy is not too bad either. Yeah. Instead of Gable Oseni, and you're just like, wow. Like, I've said it all off-season, this team's better. This team is better than last season. Mm-hmm. And they're still... Matt Morgan played, obviously, Sunday. Decker's injured, and they've still got an import slot available. And this team is better. People can argue that. Um, Dante Grantham's better than I thought he was going to be. He was, He's actually been... He's probably more athletic and agile as what like a Fruban was. So, yeah, it's actually ridiculous. Um, we we didn't play as well. We looked lost on offense at times. Mm. Um, stopped moving the ball like what we did last night. And yeah, lines are just. I'm always the opposite of you when it comes to stuff like this glass half full, but no one's filling my glass up right now. So <laughs> this lines team are yeah pretty unreal and. You just hope it works long term. Nicholas, on my man, did you think this was going to be a bit closer? Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't disagree with, with a lot of what Grant said. I think obviously Lions are better than they were last season. Um, I think they are by far the most talented squad in the BBL. I mean, sorry, the British Basketball League. Hey! Got the BBL bomb there. Um, but do I, think, do I think with the team that Caledonia had should they have been more competitive yes they should have so I, I don't think it was just a case of oh this is ridiculous line is going to run everything walk away with everything blah, 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 blah. actually Caledonia should have been better they, they were sloppy at times there was unforced errors um, they looked a completely different team to what I've seen from them when they played in Europe and and when I've seen them in games previously they just weren't they weren't on it I don't know what it was but they just weren't on it Adsma, man, should, uh, should, how do I put this? I don't, well, I don't care. Should Lions be, take precedence on Sky? They seem to have a lot of Sky games. That's not the sort of thing we want to see, is it? Um, no, not really. It's, um, 
it looks like, well, the, the first three games, they're averaging, what, wins by over 30 points. Mad. I uh, I got to see them up close and personal on uh, on, on Saturday night. And uh, in fact, it was, it was even much, it was more against the Giants. It was, what, uh, 115-76, best part of 40 points, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And yeah, they look they look very very good. Um, I didn't watch much of um, the game that you're talking about, but I mean, I can happily talk about what I saw from them in Manchester. Yeah, do that now because obviously, well, I mean, not a shock like, win, it's, but it was a big match. Like, it's like we were saying, like um, like Grant's just said about who's coming off the bench. First of all, you got to just bear that in mind because that is ridiculous, ridiculous. It is um, for me. On uh, on Saturday night, Tariq Phillip was um, was incredible. A lot went through him. Um, obviously, we know that he's a super talented player, but um, really enjoyed watching him. Luke Nelson just looked. Luke Nelson looked like a seasoned pro. You know, I thought I mean? he was. It's, I thought he should have been MVP of the game. Yeah, yeah, he me too. Great. Um, Sharma was. To be fair, Legend Robertin held Sharma pretty nicely for the first three quarters. And when I looked up at the scoreboard, um, they were they were neck on neck, neck for neck on um, points and rebounds. Mm. And, and and Legend did a pretty pretty decent job. He got himself in some foul trouble. Um but Olaseni is just what he is. He's he's um he's just a step above. Yeah. And and, and he was he was pretty special as well. But yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. I think they're even better than they were last year. They've obviously got two players still out, so you're sort of thinking, well, is this going to be how it's going to be? They they run away with it, and this season they do it, averaging wins of thirty plus points. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's a good look. Um, Lions fans probably disagree because they like watching their team, but the rest of the league couldn't give a shit and would rather see a closer affair. On that Sky game, anyway, as a flagship. The Sky games, and and a lot of comments I've seen today were about how, oh, well, you can still see all the other games. All the games are on YouTube. Yeah, that's brilliant. Being on Sky Sports, like, I think Hmm. this is, when in the past, when it was a team, in the past when clubs have paid for it, we're being told that uh, there's money coming the other way or paying for it differently or whatever else, fine. But if that's the case still, and the league are getting money for it, show the league. Yeah. Actually showing teams getting homerized by 30 points and isn't really going to make the kind of casual viewer sit in and no. take note. If, you, like, if you're flicking through game. the channels and you stumble across that game and it's 40-point lead, you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll leave that. Like, you look at games of the weekend, the Leicester-Plymouth uh, game, really exciting. Newcastle-Bristol, really exciting. Um, I didn't watch it, watched the highlights today, but Sheffield-Cheshire, an exciting game. On paper, Gladiators... Uh, Lions is fair enough this week because that is a on paper a big game. Two mm. clubs got a bit of cash, fair enough. What's considered the look, top two teams, yeah. When you look through the fixtures going forward, like you've got okay, London, Bristol, okay, fine. London, Chef, Cheshire, two weeks after that. Oh, the next week we've got Sheffield versus London. And you're just scrolling through the fixture list and you're like, it's just London almost most weeks. Yeah. And you're like, right. yeah. And I get. Well, what are you trying to do here? Are you trying to promote the league or are you promoting one club? Are you promoting one club that's just instrumentally better than everyone? Then that's not actually good for the product. That's not telling the story of the league. 
like the entire league. That's telling of a story of guys who you're seeing as your A-list team going out and absolutely destroying folk. And, and it's not a good look. And I don't think it, it what what investors are gonna like to look at that? Like if that's the point of it. Well, okay, they're gonna invest in London for what? Like who's like a, a yeah, madness to my opinion, not to see a couple of other games. Like you're having to wait. Who are we saying is games? You've got Leicester Surrey, which could be a tight game. Um, who else you got? Manchester Cheshire and kind of Northwest Derby, brilliant. Uh, Newcastle versus Plymouth, that brand new rivalry all of a sudden. And then you're looking at potentially Riders uh, Gladiators in the 15th of December. Plymouth got any like... home games, Nicholson? <laughs> no. Which is ridiculous because that is going to be one of the best looking places to film at. Yeah, we've only, yeah. To be fair, sounding. pavilions can host Kanye West, but, you know. Can they? When's he coming? I was watched it. Oh, tits. Oh, well, mind you, I'll watch it at Hammersmith Apollo, so I'll give you that. No, don't. <laughs> pavilions is an amazing place to watch basketball, period. Like, yeah. It's got the best sound system in the league. It's got the best light show in the league. I'm not, saying that, is really well. I'm not saying that because I'm in Plymouth. It's, it generally has. It's mm. it's a concert venue. Like, it it's has phenomenal. that. Um, it's got several speakers and monitors that are bigger than me, stacked up uh, on top of each other. I'm, yeah. I'm, <laughs> that's a lot of speakers. It's a lot of speakers. <laughs> yeah, am I going Like a Spinal Tap concert. Everything goes to 11. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, am I good? We're not on Sky? Yeah, because I think people should see it. Um, it's a, it's not, that's not a good look either. That's yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, I don't want to get into it too much. No. Am I happy that we're not on Sky as much as everybody else? Yeah, of course. Um, what does look mean? good? Uh, what did look good at the weekend was uh, well, I thought was Eagles Flyers. Uh, that's probably not a WTF game. We I think we were split in predictions going Eagles or Flyers one way or the other because it's hard. To, it was hard to pick that one. I must admit, what impressed me in that one was how more assured and organised the Eagles looked compared to that first game against Sheffield. And the reason I picked the Flyers was because I thought Coach Kapoulis had a more organised nucleus to that team. But credit to Stutel, particularly in the down the stretch of that game, he, he managed those guys really well uh, and they and they took it. Um, Ads, let's go to you first. Did you catch that game, Ads? Eagles-Flyers, it was a thriller. Yeah. It was uh, it, it was indeed, I believe I predicted Newcastle though. Yeah, you and Grant, was it? Mm. Clever fuckers ads, that's what we are. Yeah, yeah, we called it. But um I, I made a prediction that Taj Green is gonna average a double double this season. He continued to do that. He was spectacular. Um I thought that um Jordan Johnson was awesome. Uh, but Ricky McGill lost his numbers. He had pretty good numbers, actually, McGill, to be fair to him. Um, he didn't have a lot of points, but he had like six rebounds and five assists. Thought he looked good. Um, but the Flyers, it's like, you know, we were saying last week, it almost feels as if like the season's just a continuation of last season. Yeah. With the Flyers, it sort of feels a little bit like that. So Are they still, still missing like... a couple as well? Um... They're missing Cunningham, but they brought in Ruel. Oh, he was amazing. <laughs> I thought Royal Graham Bell was awesome. Mm. Well, I mean, Newcastle, I mean, they're not going to do what London are doing and winning by that 
get that kind of huge deficit every week. But mm. I, I, I think they're going to be a problem. I think I put them as coming in second in that in my predictions. And can have a look. What was it? Third. Now you got them second. But yeah, and um, I firmly believe that that's that's where they should be. I mean, if you look at that, if you just look at all the rosters this year and go right. Let's talk about who's got the most impressive roster. Obviously, London uh, are going to be first in most people's list. But for me, the Eagles roster is just it's all star stuff. Absolutely, I don't. I don't think either. And I don't. I know we touched on it, but I don't know if we gave enough credit to to just how good um, Larry Austin Jr. is because off the chart. I said he I was. Said, he didn't play the end of that game. He sat the Very true. last. Josh Ward Hibbert came in and actually probably won that game for them. Defensively, like, incredibly. Defensively, good he Hibbert. made some stops and then went down the other end and made some big buckets. Like that's his, this was my whole point on this. I, like to me, that showed that in crunch time we could see someone like a Ricky McGill or Larry Austin sit for <laughs> the kind of defensive presence of a Josh Ward Hibbert, which he now he adds some legit on the ball defending in those kind of set plays for maybe a. Jordan Johnson or Ricky McGill or Larry Austin maybe aren't at their best. My like, my no, only reason for saying that was just how how well he's kind of fitted into those three guys. Okay, he he didn't finish the game. He didn't play badly up until that point. They just needed that. Uh, I was going to say st- extra defense, but obviously that's something he can bring as well. But I just I thought he'd take more of a backwards role in the team with McGill and with Jordan Johnson, but. Like we kind of forget he he led the league statistically last season with Taj Green. Uh, Nicholson, good to see you, uh, Roel Graham Belt. Yeah, just going to see him in Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I get on with Roel real well. Um, great guy, uh, great basketball player. Um, you know, he's been unfortunate with injuries along the way. Yeah. Um, you know, just I'm I'm so pleased for him to be back on the court. And uh, and he's going to be an impact for anyone he plays for. He, yeah, you, know, you got to remember that. Do you remember oh, the season we had him and we took down London? Mm. Uh, I think it was away. He was such a big impact in that phenomenal team. player. Yeah, you know, and and the uh, alley oop dunk uh, at the end of the season. Alley oop dunk against Newcastle end of the season. Buzzer beater to take us into the second yes. game again against Bristol, <laughs> where you caught the ball under the basket and ran out to the to the yeah, ball. like that was so cool. I, he, he was in the three-point line. Yeah. He he runs in, grabs a rebound, and then runs back out the same direction. <laughs> just pulls up the three, and it goes so in. You know, like one of my probably my favorite moment yeah, uh, awesome. for a Patriots game. And yeah, so I'm I'm pleased with him. I, I'm not looking forward to playing against him though. No, no, absolutely not. Um, Grant, my man, you said a little bit there, but what do you uh, should do? We read too much into this one. Is this going to give us some inkling as to how the league places are going to actually finish? I mean, it's a big win, big mo- kind of momentum win for Newcastle winning on the road at yeah. Bristol, where and that Bristol place came a bit of a fortress last season. Mm-hmm. Bristol collapsed, like Bristol did not end that game well. Newcastle played solid, but Bristol just were chucking up rubbish shots. Uh, didn't hustle well in defense. They gave up too many offensive rebounds. Um, but could so I think this is a one-off. You can't read too much into it. Um, the season's too new, and Capullus mm. has just got Graham Bell in. He's got Cunningham going to come back. He's got a lot of new guys, and they've probably not been in training as much as 
Newcastle. Newcastle seem to be quite early. So, yeah, I'm curious to see what this does. I think this this loss to for Bristol, I don't think, does much. But I think for Newcastle, the win was massive. Pardon my ignorance as well, but do these... How does their European competition work? Are they in the same pool? or is No, they they're not in the same pool. They're in oh, yeah, two okay. different. Other than that, no idea. That could be exciting. They they uh, yeah they matched up quite well, and I thought it was a really good game. Um, moving to what I've I've put down as a WTF game, Riders win, but only just. Pats led the whole game, um, pretty much. And the I mean, there's there's jokes about Riders fans and their 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 advanced years, and it did look like in the venue the ones that had turned up nodded off, um, and then suddenly Kimball McKenzie and and the rest of the team kind of sparked and brought them back to life. Couple of couple of solid plays down the stretch. Um, Taylor Johnson maybe forcing things a little bit too much at times when the Pats were up as well. I think paid a little bit of uh, a roll into the downfall. But uh, Nicholson, talk to me, my man. You didn't go, did you? You weren't in Leicester. No, I didn't go. I um I was coaching um until like nine o'clock. Oh, bless you. Tip was delayed. So I was coaching under 14s until nine and then right. got back and um, caught most of it, obviously, because of the delay tip off. Mm. And um, mind you, all the parents were surrounding the court with their mobile phones watching it anyway. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just I was gutted because honestly, it was it was just some mistakes. Aren't like riders were always going to going to, you know, shoot shots and hit freeze and 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 bring it back and we just went too many empty possessions you know a couple of unforced errors uh, but it, it was great to see and it was kind of the it was a weird thing because it's the bounce back we needed after after the game against Bristol mm. to just be competitive with a team like Leicester dominant at times yeah yeah and, and we certainly were and, and Mason Faulkner was um yeah well his first game in a BBL was pretty impressive yeah, we slagged you for that last week about hyping up uh, Patriots, but actually you were, you were right, and we were obviously questioning how good an impact Mason would have. He was phenomenal. phenomenal. Mm. But you've got to win on the opposite of Newcastle. You're two games in, like, if we're talking about WTFs, like, Leicester's defence is all over the place. And Kimball was, until that last three minutes, Kimball couldn't, Kimball couldn't hit anything. Kimball missed. He, he, I think, I, I think at one point it was three air balls, three air balls from four attempts. Yeah. Like that, that. Um, well, he was zero team, from ten at one point, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was three air balls. Zero from four from yeah. three, and then he just sort of made stuff happen towards the Started, end. And no, that, no one was spectacular for Leicester, though. No. And that's no. kind of one where. You've kind of nailed it in the head there, Pabs, when you said maybe did Taylor Johnson start forcing things. Like, it was a huge game for Plymouth. And, and this is where you maybe look at other teams when the subs are called. Leicester are a much deeper team than Plymouth. Like, if you've got Jules Dangakoto handling the ball, I think you can get at him. Like, I think Jules has got to just be a spot up. Spot up shooter kind of guy. I don't mm. think you can run the ball through because teams can just pressure on me, forces turnovers that then actually impacts his full game. But how Mason Faulkner was brilliant, TJ Atwood was brilliant, Taylor Johnson, bar that kind of moments where he kind of was forced and stuff, was brilliant. 
Mm. Um, one from five from three, which is tough. Yeah, and he took those four two from quite... fourteen from uh, from field goal in general. Yeah, I think you're right. He, he forced a lot of stuff when he didn't need to, and and you know what? It was a really captivating game compared to some this weekend. It was brilliant. Like Leicester's an interesting one. They're going to come good eventually. Uh, I'm not sold massively in their guards. I quite like Bridges. I like TJ Lal. Um, Samuel Adolu looks all right, but yeah, I'm not kind of sold on the rest of their imports so far. I was going to ask Ads this next question, but he's uh, he's wandered off, um, like a uh, like a little kid in the park. He's just wandered away. Um, but do we? Is it time that we? I know Leicester got the win, but do we need to put them on some kind of uh, panic watch, uh, like we like we kind of did with Sheffield last season? At the point, I think at one point they were zero and five. I think it was they were struggling to pick up wins. Is that something we need to do with Leicester? Or are we trusting that Rob's going to turn this around? Um, he'll come good with it. You know, they're they're uh, they're going to be well coached. Um, they're a fresh group of guys in there trying to mix with a couple of guys that have been around for a while. Um, it's, it's very early days. They might make some changes. Who knows? Um, mm. But that, they'll come good. It's it's you just can't help but think it's Leicester. It's and it's Rob, but Rob did show. I know he's normally very frustrated on the sidelines as it is anyway, but he seemed really frustrated and and not on your normal calls. It was more about what his team were doing. Trust him, Rob. Don't we uh, add when it comes to Leicester and the rest of this season? Yeah, I mean. It's not been the start he wanted, and he did look like he was going to blow a head gasket. A couple of times. But, <laughs> that's what my wife loves about Rob. She, yeah, but she loves it when he loses Rob. his shit. Yeah, you know, that's Rob. What what I'm finding um, not weird, but Rob's doing the commentary as well. Yes, um, for, for games. Yes, and that that must it's be good at it, isn't he? Yeah, but it must be weird. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because he's got a so so the positivity line, he's got even a vested interest. Losing. Yeah. Well, um, but no, I don't know. Do do we think? Do you think ads that? How long do you think he leaves it? I mean, there's a big window for opportunity, but how long do you think he leaves it before he starts making changes? They've still got one import slot. Oh yeah, yeah. He'll yeah. come up with something. He'll come up with something. Um, it, it's it's a cliche. Isn't it? It's early days. Body body blah. Yeah. You know, they didn't look terrible. You know, they just didn't look particularly lustery. And didn't look spectacular. It's a new bunch of guys. It's it's not going to fall into place straight away. Um, but obviously the start that he's had isn't isn't you know that's just not not good enough for Rob. Um, but you know, they'll be fine. They'll still yeah. be in the top four. Don't worry about it. I want to bring they've it back. Missed... Oh, sorry, sorry, go on. No, it's just just going to add in like you're talking about. They're a complete new bunch of guys in terms of the last two seasons. They've basically returned Loving Jackson. And uh, Pat Whelan. Hmm. Like, you're talking yeah. about Big three, a massive core of their team departed for Pastures New, and you're like, it's going to, regardless of what happens, when these teams bring in new guys, regardless how long their pre-season is, when you start playing games, that's when you start really learning each other and uh, seeing how it goes. So, yeah, I'm, Leicester's one to watch, especially with that kind of last remaining imports lot, aren't they? Yeah, I, I do want to bring it back slightly because just just to say it, it wasn't all down to Leicester being 
average, bad, whatever you want to say, Patriots came out and I thought they played incredibly well. PJ did a great job of of not having of it. Reading the scouting report. I know you're not, but I do want to say that because I thought Wiley was really good to start off with. Maybe maybe needs to be a bit more consistent as the game goes on, but Atwood and uh, uh, Mason Faulkner gelled really wow. well together and the game plan worked yeah. <laughs> right up till, you know, maybe they need to ask some questions about that last quarter and the last three, four minutes maybe, but... Yeah, Atwood, you know, he shot 80% from two point, you know, um, didn't take a free. Mason Faulkner... He was 50% from three point. He was 75% for two, right? So those two had a huge impact on it. Um, you know, Taylor Johnson, he, he he finished with 11 and he had a, he probably had a moment where you think, ah, you know what, that, that game could have changed. He had a, a breakaway to go one point up, uh, missed the layup and the putback. Mm. Um, and that, that could have been a bit of a game changer. So there was these slim margins, which, which, which changed, changed everything, you know? Mm. Um, but defensively, um, PJ had the guys locked in and, you know, if they can be that competitive for the rest of the season, then that's, that's a positive sign. My only question, Mark, is how much team defense Wiley plays. He's roaming for the blocks, isn't he? He, I I just don't feel like he, he's a, from that game, I felt like there was a few times as he didn't rotate over. He wasn't really the help in his man, helping his teammate like just curious to see how that goes if he adapts and what his role is going to be defensively well the more he plays the more experience I reckon yeah, yeah he, he finished with what does he get uh, one, block, points, one yeah. block two steals five defensive rebounds uh, yeah he'll, he'll get there I don't I don't think that's a that's a bad stat line to to go yeah before we move on just to the shots game we, we may have a Leicester representative uh, coming on the show a bit like we've got a, our northeast representative as well coming on the show so from time to time um look out uh, at an email from somebody i won't say the name but but uh, you know you are and uh, look look out for that Leicester riders fans is it rob no that'd be good wouldn't it wouldn't that be great um last one which i did think was a wtf game uh was the sharks beating the knicks um Obviously, at the beginning of the season, we predicted the shots to come quite low down. Their squad has changed considerably since then, and I will use that as an excuse. And the addition of Kipper Nichols seems to have have made the difference to this team. And Cheshire Phoenix, I don't know, Grant, my man, do you think there's a little bit of, of kind of hangover from that epic start to the season? First off, this podcast isn't the same without Kipper Nichols being back at Sheffield. <laughs> like, adds is. Ads is nodding his head because he's 100% agreeing with me because this podcast needs Kipper Nickel in the league. I'll tell you what, we'll have to go through and do a pantheon of BBL names over the years because Kipper Nichols is up there as one of them. But the game itself, like, I've just caught up in the highlights of it today during different parts of the day. And you're like, is this a game where Sheffield have come out and made a lot of shots early on? Chet almost role reversal of what Cheshire were versus Leicester. Pesher have got it going, but just could never take the lead. It was as if Sheffield they would let them come close and go, nah, 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 we're winning this. And it would happen again, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. The big question for me is, that was Cheshire at home. Cheshire at home are not normally have that extra level to their game. And that mm-hmm. extra level didn't help them get over the line. 
So it'll be interesting to see if that's a dynamic with this team being a wee bit different, not having the energy of uh, Jamel and Larry Austin and even Will Neighbors, a new group. So it'll be curious to see how they get on with that kind of home game because last couple of seasons, their home crowds be- helped them over the line a number of times and it didn't on Sunday. Mm. But obviously, Sharks, shocking everyone to a degree, but obviously the, the squad change they've got, the, the, the additions... Ads, my man, you're a you're a big Kipper Nichols guy. We we want him to be a bit more consistent, but with the the rest of that squad that they've built around him, or not around him, but the rest of that squad that is around him, this team could go quite a long way. Yeah, I mean, I'm sort of thinking to myself, why were we all so down on Sheffield in the preseason? Shout, you know what I mean? Because they mm-hmm. bored us. Yeah, well, they yeah. hadn't they hadn't bought in the players they bought in, and we did it based on what they had. Mm. Simple as that. But no, Pipkins is looking good and um, Kipper Nichols being back is obviously a big, big spur for them. And he, he was kind of the difference in a lot of ways, wasn't he? I think bringing Adekoya the off the bench as well instead of uh, starting him made a difference. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Much as I hate to say it, Sheffield look like they are going to be pretty much standard Sheffield, even though I believe I put them as bottom two. Well, bottom, we, we, all, we all had them. We all had them <laughs> bottom. We can, we can revisit it at some point. I think maybe... Mm. Maybe when everybody's played at least five or six games, we can revisit our predictions. It's only fair. <laughs> uh, Nicholson, what do you make of it? I'm really impressed with them. To be fair, mm. I can't, I can't hide it. I can't deny it. They've, they've, um, yeah, they've impressed me from from every every game that I've seen them play, and they they're competing and they're they're competing well. Um, they look exciting. Um, obviously, and that's what you don't normally say about Sheffield. Yeah. Well, after that, after that first half of the season, when they did start to play a bit more exciting last year, that's when yeah. they made the changes and brought yes. Ramsey and sorry, yeah. If, yeah. if anyone from Sheffield's listening, I'm sorry that I put you bottom. I do not agree with it anymore. Two weeks and you've already changed your mind. Poor. Yes, I have indeed. So I was going to ask the question, what do we know? But I think in some cases we know more, in a lot of cases we know less. So I, I don't know. I think we should maybe move on to. What last week was quite difficult, but this week I don't think it's going to be as tricky. We'll start off our uh, our awards, our weekly awards, with Green of the Week. Um, are we all voting for Taj? All those in favour say aye. Aye. Right. Yeah. Nicholson? Oh, yeah, he's uh, nice to have them go head-to-head. Um, and... For those of us that are massive Taj Green fans, nice to see him absolutely destroy. I mean, in the first quarter, I think he was 11 points and six rebounds or something weird like that. Uh, nice to see him kind of put his stamp on the game and, and and kind of show the new boy, the new Green on the block, exactly how it's done. But yeah, I think we're unanimous on that one. Yeah. Taj Green, uh, incredible stat line again. Uh, 19 points, uh, four steals, 11 rebounds. Um, four of which were offensive rebounds, uh, an efficiency rating of 25. I don't know what his index was, but I imagine I don't know. Indexes worked out slightly differently to efficiency. It may well be higher than 25. But again, one of the one of the better performances of the season already. He's had two games where his efficiency has been 25. So the guy is consistent, to say the least. So congratulations, Taj Green. We'll post that, and I'll try not to link whatever that other account was that was also a Taj Green that was something about. Bootylicious butt licker or something. I don't know. It was weird. 
I, I, this is what happens when I'm on a lunch break and I'm desperately trying to get a graphic out on Twitter so that I can have my sandwich and go back to work. What did you just say? You googled? <laughs> no, it wasn't googling. It was a it was a Twitter handle that was Taj Green, but it was a very different Taj Green. <laughs> very. It's more. It's what, it's what Americans get when they Google BBL. BBL. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Anyway, <laughs> it's week two then. Can you guys, uh, I'll, I'll refresh your memories anyway. Week two, let's do our team of the week. So there's four of us. We're going to lock in a player each. It must be a different player. So if somebody chooses your selection, you get to choose somebody else who's on your list. And then we all have to agree uh, Agree. Sorry, on uh, pick number five. Um, uh, Nicholson, take us away. Who you? Who's your first selection or your lock-in for team of the week? Uh, Mason Faulkner. Okay, that's Nicholson's pick. Uh, Grant, my man. Um, I think I want to go Jordan Johnson. JJ, that's a very good win. Uh, way better performance from him compared to that first game of the season as well. He he really seemed to protect the ball um, a little more. Ads, my man, your your lock in for team of the season, uh, team of the week, not the season. <laughs> a bit early for that. Ads, ads. He's literally sat there. He's just eating his. He's eating his dinner. Ads, my yeah. man. He's muted to. Hey, Ads, are you there? What's going on? Yeah, you're you're locking for team of the week. Who's your Who's the guy you want in there? Legend Roberton. No, oh, nice choice. Yeah, you can look like that, Nicholson. Legend's coming <laughs> to get you. No, I just <laughs> I, I was my, my I'm laughing because there was when he did that open dunk. He done this like. Spin move, open, and he was like too small. I'm like, dude, who's he talking to? He taps I mean, his head. He taps his head each time. I love did it. You, did you see that swap that he had on Sharma at the end of the game? Yeah, I did. That, now, was, that was beautiful. That was bad. And yeah. he did this thing where he sort of pointed out into the stands, and I was like, that would have been badass if we went thirty points down. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only issue. Like he's yeah, celebrating. Yeah. Say, like, yeah. mate, you're down twenty five. Yeah, like, yeah. come on, legend. Yeah. See now, you, I'm. I'm torn with my selection now because my selection was originally going to be TJ Atwood because I think he had the better game out of the Patriots. He was, he was on my list. But now well, Nicholson's picked Mason Faulkner. It feels a bit weird having two Patriots players in the team of the week. I didn't have... Well, Faulkner's up there, but I don't... We can't leave out Taj Green. I think he was too good. Josh Sharma also... Jordan Taylor. Had a great game. Pumpkins. Um, exactly. There's so many big. I'm I'm going Taj Green because I just think he was, he just had a phenomenal game. Um, and now we've got to have a little vote on who we're picking for the fifth spot. Um, good lord. Well, well, Aaron give us a name. Written all, written all over my page, but I don't know about you guys. Why did you write his name so many times? <laughs> well, I just, all right, I just wrote it big across the page. <laughs> Were you not sure how to spell it? Yeah, I might actually be swaying with uh, Luke Nelson. 
Well, maybe we've got to be a bit yeah, more diplomatic and yeah, and look at teams that actually came up with a win because Aaron Rye, he had a good game statistically. It wasn't brilliant compared with some of the other guys who we're mentioning above him in teams that won. I'm, I thought as well, Luke Nelson had a phenomenal game. Mm. Is that who we're going for? Yeah, we're going Luke Nelson. Let's go Luke Nelson because he, he was very good the other night. Are we not? Is this what we're going for a vote? This is it. This is the one. No, no, that's the that's the next category. This is the one. So we've all chosen that. So our team of the week. Um, Nicholson locked in Mason Faulkner. Uh, Grant locked in um, JJ, Jordan Johnson. Ads locked in Legend Robertin. I locked in Taj Green, and we all chose Luke Nelson. So that is That's our five. Our five. <laughs> all right, that isn't it. We now need to uh, nominate for week two our potential. MVP. So any one of those five, um, far away. Who, who are you Green. picking? Okay, Tars Green, Green, Nelson. You only get Johnson. one choice. So you, you picking okay. Nicholson? You picking Nelson? Yeah, yeah. Grant, DJ, Jordan Johnson. Um. Last three. I mean, let's throw. I'll throw Faulkner in there as well from from the just to put it to the vote. So we've got four nominees this week. We'll poll those. Obviously, Aaron Rye won last week, so our MVP of the week is chosen out of those four by you, the listener. Uh, of course, Taj Green now has two Green of the weeks. Congratulations to him. Phenomenal work. Um, well deserved. I can't tell you how much I enjoyed them playing each other as well. I thought it was really cool. Um, yeah, from a from just from a neutral fan's perspective, good bit of fun. Uh, let's let's hit up the predictions, shall we? Um, it's prediction time. Let's try to total up from last week. So myself, well, everybody except Ads and Grant getting a point for the Lions Flyers. Obviously, didn't come away with a win. So, oh, three. Uh, it's exact reverse there. So we've actually traded points there. Everybody, um, except for myself and, and Nicholson, going for the uh, going for the Eagles. Uh, riders narrowly pick up the win there. Nicholson drops a point. Lions again across the board. Actually, I've got something to bring up towards the end of the show regarding that. See what you think. And we all went Knicks. Uh, and obviously that didn't happen. Um, so the standards as they are right now, uh, three, four, five, six, seven, A, B, Adam, um, our Northeastern correspondent is on seven right now. Nicholson's on five. Ads is on three. Grant is also on seven. And Pab, myself, Pabs, is on six. It's all to play for. I'm not saying that already for the rest of the season. That's ridiculous. Um, let's look ahead to the fixtures we've got coming up. So Thursday, 28th, Sky Game again. London Lions at home in the soulless Copper Box Arena. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Wow. I'm not sorry. It is, though. Uh, we'll take on the Bristol Flyers. Is everybody picking the Lions on this one, or is there any zaggers? Yes, Hi. in the... In the, in the um... Renter crowd box of East London. I'm predicting <laughs> London will be victorious in this 
Um, I need to. As bad as each other. Souls <laughs> with it. I mean, did you watch? Did seats. anyone watch the London Lions women's game the other day? There. No, actually. Was it the in the hung- Yeah, the Hungarian fans were brilliant. You, mm. They did not stop chanting the full game. Yeah, I love that. They created, there was maybe 50 of them, if that, created an amazing atmosphere. It was brilliant. You couldn't hear anything else. Their team was well on top. The Lions were well beaten. So it's yeah. um, it, that 50 Hungarians bring an atmosphere to the place. I mean, they ended up topless <laughs> at the end. It was very weird. Okay. Let's uh, let's move on swiftly. Um, Friday, two games Friday. First of which, well, not necessarily first of which. Is it first of which? Oh, it is first. Yeah, half seven tip-off. Patriots at home. Giants, the visitors. This could be quite the game. These two teams trying to get off the ground, get their first win. Uh, how do you go, Giants? Um, do you know what? I'm I'm actually not, because based on what I saw from Plymouth the other night with the matchups, I'm, I'm going with Plymouth. The, 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 there's, there's, there's gaps in the Giants at the <clears> moment. <throat> There's gaps in the Giants. And again, you're looking, the British guys and the returnees <coughs> are holding it together at the moment. Um, yeah, Jamal. The, the, yeah. the imports haven't really tickled my pickle, as it were, <laughs> just yet. Just yet. Uh, I think Stampley's going to be a good player. He works really hard. The guy never stops. But they, they can't leave the load on Jamal. Um for much longer, and nope, there's a big absolutely. question mark over when William Lee's going to be back. Um, yeah, he's in my fantasy team as well. You better hurry up! Yeah, I'm, I'm lagging now. Um, you know they, they they weren't they weren't terrible against London. They 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 played pretty well at times, and it was the same as the other day. They went out to a bit of a lead, you know what I mean? But it's it's just not, not sustainable. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm still over the moon with Legend. I think he's doing a great job. He did yes. a great job on Sharma. But I think the Patriots, I think that you've got a good team there. And from what I saw against Leicester, it's the sort of team that, that will will come at the Giants. They'll have mm. watched the games. They know their weaknesses. They know that they're potentially a couple of guys down. Um, and they're really going to want to get that dub, especially at, at, at home. So I'm going to use my brain, not my heart, and say that the Pats have got this. Nicholson, you're going all uh, all hot. You never use your brain, do you? Pat's for you. And the brain brain is closes off after five o'clock, Nick. <laughs> but I don't know. Is Ads playing mind games with me? <laughs> yeah, I'm, you, I'm you, really not. I knew you. I'm not going to pick Giants. I'm really yeah. not. I'm being objective. I think that Plymouth looks awesome the other night. I love it. Yeah, I after the back of the Leicester game, it, it, it's kind of showed me where I feel that we should have been. At the beginning of the season, rather than mm. you know the Bristol game when we had no Mason, when you know a few other things weren't going our way, um, well, it's a bit disjointed, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going. Pats. I'm going to go with us. Yeah, I'm going Pats as well. Um, we need to get some from Adam. I'll email him in a minute. Uh, Grant, my man, where are you going with this? Oh, Grant. Yeah, I am. This is this to me has this is almost an early season four pointer in my opinion. This is a, this could be a zag from Grant. He's setting up a zag. Go on. Right, I'm quite impressed by some of the man. And is it Boucher? I think he could be pretty decent. Um, he's, he's coming back off an injury, but yeah, he's exactly. Like and he so. saw that he yeah. get up to pace. Laird, Legend's killing it so far. Does does Plymouth have anyone that can cope with Legend Roberton? Um, but is there just too much reliant on 
three guys at the moment, so I'm going Plymouth. Plymouth, you slag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no Who zag. Are you going for Pablo. Yeah, no, I'm Pats. Pats as well. I think they've they've got it coming to them. Tougher one to pick this one. The 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 later game on the Friday. Uh, Eagles at home. Cheshire Phoenix the visitors. Let's go, Nicholson. Where are you going for this one? Game of the week. This. I think you might be right. Uh, this is a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Eagles on this one. Ooh. I think. I think in the obviously in the guard department they've got more than most teams. Um, but I think that's yeah, where, too much. <laughs> yeah, I think that's where probably Cheshire's weakness is going to be. Um, and I think Eagles will take advantage of that. Uh, ads, my man, we'll go with you because Grant's walked off. You know Brilliant. what? Yeah, the, but people who are watching the video of this, this is so funny. Um, I I really want the Knicks to do well in this game. And I had a lovely chat with David Ulf the other night. He was at the Giants game um, with their assistant coach. Mark How is Rangeley. he? Is he, is he fit? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he's 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 on his way back and, 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 and everything's all good. Um, nothing but love for Ulf, as you know, and uh, he, 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 you know, passed on his regards because he was he was loving the love that we was giving him. So good. yeah, great guy. But uh, that, that Newcastle team's a problem, man. Larry Aston as well is going to want to give it to his old team. So well, he's highly regarded there. I'd like to see that him yeah. turn up and get the get the get the kind yeah. of round of applause he sort of deserves. Yeah, I'm going to go with Newcastle. Mm. Uh, and, and that is with all the respect in the world to Cheshire because they're they're a great team, but I think Newcastle are, the, are a problem this year. Well, once again, we've set up a potential zag. Go on, Grant. Where are you going? Right. So thoughts on this one? Similar to ads, I think Cheshire are a really good team. Uh, he's picking Eagles. Go on. Yeah. Talk and... about the Knicks for five minutes. Make me type it in, and then yeah, go on. <laughs> No, I, I genuinely do think Newcastle. I think they'll have too much. I think Jordan Johnson's shown what he can do. Close, I I don't know if Cheshire have someone that can stop Taj Green. Well, that's just it. They, Newcastle just got too much, and and Cheshire is as as always a fairly short squad. Cheshire right. needs Cheshire need to be making the same shots as they did against Leicester. That's the only way they beat this Newcastle team because Newcastle probably don't have as good a scorer. Right. Shooters, sorry, shooters, not scorers. They've got good scorers. They don't have necessarily the shooters that Cheshire seem to have so far. Like Skylar White's hitting things that are ridiculous. He's on it. He's fun to watch. He's just putting it up with someone in his face. I'm going no, Eagles as well. Do you not cool. think he's been better since he's losing his hair? So, hey, good on him. Oh, mate, it's quicker. It's more, more streamlined. More streamlined. I'm going Eagles as well. I just think they showed us too much against Flyers. It makes it harder to pick against them. And like you say, what they've got. What I'd, I'd like to say as well, um, uh, I need to make a little video of Nicholson because he had. we put that little clip out of his reaction when I said that Jordan Johnson was going to be the guy. Um, he's Ramon 2.0, blah, blah, blah. Nicholson's reaction was unreal. He's pulling faces. He's making faces. And then... He picks him first in the draft for the BBL. Yeah, but Nicholson Fantasy does this. BBL. Sometimes when I'm saying things, the first face I look at is Nicholson. Because his instant reaction is the best. It's always like... <laughs> and then he'll go, but I totally agree with you, Ads. <laughs> and it's like, why do you have to pull a, a, a facial I'm being a dick thing and then go, I agree with you? 
<laughs> Fantastic stuff. Right, a couple more fixtures to get through. We've got um Well, I'm just checking out. We've got two games on the Saturday night as well. Exciting times. Let's get your predictions on this one. Scorchers at home, sharks, the visitors. Uh I will go first and say sharks. Uh Grant. See, this is where I need to go with what I've decided the season predictions are going to be. I'm going Surrey. Okay. Nixon. Forgot about Surrey, you know, because they ain't played, have they? No, not last weekend. Um, They've only played against London. And like, what can you do against that? that so... yeah. Uh, Sheffield. Sheffield for you. Adds hey, one there. Sharks Sheffield. or Sheffield. Sheffield as well. Come on, Surrey. Most of us have changed our tune on that one, haven't we? Um, also on the Saturday, Flyers at home. The Blue Wall uh, will take on the Leicester Riders. Uh, in in interest of, of speeding this up, are we all picking Flyers based no. on the Riders' start this season? No, go on I'm, in, Ed. I'm picking Leicester. He's going Riders. They are due a win. And I, I'll be honest, after the way they started the season, I thought they were going to shit all over the pats, and they didn't. So maybe that's coming Next, Grant, my man. You've been thought on this one. It's mm. hard. It's not easy. But I don't think Leicester have anyone that can deal with Brad Green. Okay. And I don't think they've got as good as shooters as Bristol, so I'm going Bristol. Mm. I'm going Bristol as well. Um, Nixon, Flyers or Riders? You two have gone Bristol. Mm. Ads went Riders. Oh, it's too early to try and play my games with you boys. Um, yeah, Bristol are looking better this season so far, so we'll go there. Oh, it's ads with, the, ads with the zag on that one. And we've got two on the Sunday as well. We have got two games on the Sunday. Patriots, double header for them. First of October, we're going into October now. Patriots at home, oh. Sharks, the visitors. Nicholson, you going Pats? Yeah, I'll go with my brain instead of my heart on this one. I go with Pats. Uh, ads, my man. Pats or pats. sharks? Pats, pats, pats. Grant, my man. Sharks uh, or pats? Sheffield are going to be zero two after the weekend. Wow, you got pats. Wow, I didn't see this coming, boys. See, now I'm tempted to zag, just to try and pick up. God, then maybe you should zig. Second home game. Uh, no, I'm going Pats. I can't not go Pats. Not a, not in that fortress. Ads, my man, you said you got to shoot. Yeah, Apple, I that... want to give you my prediction for Cheshire versus London. Oh, we've got one more. My bad. Uh, are we all going Lions? No, we're not. Go Knicks. <laughs> go Knicks. Is everybody else going Lions? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dicks. Hey, Knicks or... <laughs> yeah. I said dicks. Hey, again, dicks. did anyone just Go notice Knicks. what Ads has done every every week this season so far? He's had this wee black book that every time he finishes speaking at the end, he just kind of puts it away. This is the Bible of Ads this season. Yeah, it looks it, no, 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 no. This is the Bible of Ads from years of doing Below <laughs> the Rim. Look at all that shit. Mate, Ads, that's listen, awesome. This is my, every week I have my pad in front of me. We need to goes, put. It goes way back. Can we publish that? We need to put that on eBay it's when even, it's full. It's even got um, Darren's name in it. 
Do, have you written any? Because I've got notes and I've written stupid words and drawn pictures of asses and cocks and stuff while I've just been sat here doodling. So I can't. I won't be. I don't even know where they are. To be honest, they're somewhere. But um... I mean, it's, it's funny though when you turn certain pages and you see things like that written on the page. Because... <laughs> <laughs> that I just is... wrote that. Would you be willing to auction that off? Um, I'll have to read through it first. No, fuck that. Sell it as it is. As it is. Maybe with... this could be an end of season prize. I'll all this, yes, it. mate. With all the secrets inside it, that yeah, would be so good. It's got it's got predictions from twenty twenty. Look at this written on this page. It just at the top. It just says. Rex Fluger and Kipper Nichols. What a week! I remember that. I, I don't. I don't really know why. Rex, I think it was Rex like Rex Fluger was ill. Yeah, and he played really well. I remember that. What happened to him? He Didn't got a GB cap. I heard he retired. Like that's like a Bond villain. It was doesn't a really it? early retirement. Yeah, it's a great name. He got a GB cap though. What's my name? WCW wrestler. Um, Ads, do you want to give us your list before you go for your? Most surprising player? Not really, because I didn't do it. All right, fair enough. Oh, I have, to, I have just found another little doodle in my book, though. It's, it says Joe Leadham with a heart round it. Oh. <laughs> Joe, Joe Leadham column. The there you go. Uh, most what? Player? Most, most surprising player this season? Legend Robertson. Most surprising team this season? Um, The Sheffield Sharks. Favourite team to watch this season other than your own? They're not my favourite team, at all. <laughs> um, the Cheshire Phoenix. Oh, and uh, favourite player to watch this season, uh, separate to the your surprised player, surprising player? Taj Green. Lovely jubbly. Do you need to shoot? You can shoot if you want. Do you need to shoot? Yeah, i got to shoot, fellas. Thank That's you for joining us, ads, my man. We'll uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. We need to get that bonus pod done, me and you, with all yeah. the giants. Uh, and actually, before you go, Thursday, we're going to look at trying to record the movie draft. Yes. Should everyone be available. Uh, and that is going to go on the the uh, the Patreon. It's going to go on the, the bonus podcast list. There's a little reward for those who've... who've because we promised this podcast for a while now, so we thought we'd do it as a bit of a reward for uh, for people that have, have spent the money. Um, a nice little bonus for you. So, Ads, my man, look forward Peace to recording out. that. See you soon. Bye, Adam. Bye, Let's. I, I'll go through. <laughs> I'll go through the list with you guys, uh, and we'll go through it one by one. Who's your most surprising player this season? Paul Nicholson. Oh no! Don't come to me first. Grant Young. Thank you. Evan Walsh. Oh. oh, that's a great choice. What a great choice. You wish you'd gone first now, don't you? Yes. Yeah, that's a great choice. I like that one. He's been very, very good. I've been very impressed with him. And he's, what he's, he's what as he's if he's, it's almost as if you go, why the hell is it taking that long for someone to give him a chance like that? Yeah. He did show, he showed moments last at the end of last season that Rob was like throwing him in there for longer spells. Yeah, he did. He he showed him a little bit more. Yeah, gave him a little bit more time early on in the game rather than just garbage time. So he's obviously, yeah, yeah, I agree. He's he's very capable. Uh, Nicholson, my man, have you got a choice? A selection? Or was that your selection? You stole one of mine. Yeah. Can't say a stole when you threw your toys at the pavement. Yeah, you went to go first. (laughs) Shut up. Um... Ah. (laughs) We love each other, really. I'm okay. I'm gonna throw one in the mix. Go, Pinson from Leicester. Oh, okay, 
It's gone the other end of the spectrum. He's gonna, thought he was going to be better. Fair, absolutely fair. Um, I think me and Grant spoke about uh, Holmes as well on the on the phone, saying he's maybe he's been he's been impactful at times, but he's maybe not been the player we thought he might be coming in. Um, I went the other end of the spectrum. I went Skylar White because I thought he'd be coming in and he'd be he'd be okay, but he's come in and he's been full of confidence. And they show. He's been putting that ball up. I think I'm I'm really pleased to see that he's not kind of a step behind everybody else. When you look at him being previously in the season, it doesn't look like he's missed a beat. It looks like he's got better. Um, yeah, I think he got 22, 22 points in that first game of the season. Um, obviously, <laughs> hit some massive threes to bring his team back in with a shout Uh over the weekend at the weekend's game. So yeah, he's he's my shot for that. Who's your most surprising team? Should we go in the same order or Nicholson, do you want to go first this time? Okay. Go on then. Um Sheffield. Yeah. I think that's a that could be like a stock yeah. answer. They have really they've recruited well. It was a late recruitment and bringing Kipper Nichols in is just kind of the ice on the cake. Yeah. <laughs> we got it wrong. Grant my man. Um I'm probably going to so I'm gonna say Leicester, but the opposite way. Yeah, I'm with you. That's my like, I thought I know early on in pre season was Yeah. <laughs> you predicted yeah, them. Yeah, but he, early on. Oh, I know, but then I did seven, predict but... them higher for this yeah, before the season started yeah. when they brought in their kind of confirmed their last few imports. Mm. When I predicted them to be low down, that was just based on Kimbo, Mo Walker. Connor Washington, Bowman. Do you know what I mean that it was just based yes. on that and not returning many of their kind of big core? No, uh, obviously, if you get five rookies, they've still got a spot. I just thought, and I'm not ever really one that goes for the the Rob impact, mm. but this is one of the worst defensive Rob teams I've ever seen. For two games to see not really the fixtures you'd expect, the amount of open looks Plymouth got first half was crazy. Mm. So, yeah, I'm going for that. I'm with you. That was one of my choices. But the Cheshire Phoenix were my choice probably before the weekend because I, the way they started, and it's kind of the opposite to what we were saying with Leicester. We, we didn't really expect them to beat Leicester. We didn't, and we kind of expected them to beat Sheffield. So, I guess, you know. They're, they're both ends of the spectrum over two weeks. They're kind of the most surprising because they beat Leicester. They're the most surprising because they lost <laughs> to the Sharks. So, but yeah, I'm with you, Leicester. I think I thought they'd be a convincing 2 and 0 at this stage rather than 1 and 1 with not a convincing. It'd be a really interesting question to do this again at the end of October. Oh, game on. I think we'll, bring, yeah, we'll recycle this and bring this back, definitely. Maybe maybe a month at a time. Maybe we'll do it that way. But who's your favourite team to watch other than your own, Nicholson? You're going to hate me. Oh, don't say it. Mate, they're a good team to watch. They play great basketball. Who? Yeah, they're, they're smacking everyone, but London. Uh, it's boring, though. But anyway, yeah, go on, London. Yeah, okay. you, you're, you're, yeah, I get it. You're bored of like, them beating everyone, but they just play great basketball because they're, they're it's really true. good. It's true. They, they defend yeah. tenaciously. Yeah. They defend like a team that's spent the entire budget for every team in the league on a couple of players and probably similar amounts to the rest of the the, the team as well, which you'd expect, really. Grant, my man, who you got? 
I actually am struggling to see anyone. Like I'm I'm liking what London are playing like, but I'm a like this London team I'm excited to watch in Europe. Like I don't like watching blowouts. Um no, no, but their no, team no. are a phenomenal team. So I'm really interested to watch them in Europe. Yes. I agree. After that, I'm not sure who's standing out for me yet. Like being honest, like no one's kinda going, you know what, I really like how they play. Um Maybe the closest is somewhere like Cheshire. Like okay. Mace, we've not mentioned Macy Jack yet. Oh, he's been brilliant. And yeah. and that's what I mean. He's he's not we've actually not mentioned him, but no, he's doing no. it both inside outside. He's maybe is he maybe gonna be okay, he's not got as half a good a name as someone like a, a Kipper Nichols, but is he gonna be their version of Kipper? Because when he plays well, they win. So I'm probably verging towards choosing um. Yeah, I'm probably heading towards Cheshire here at the moment, which is freaking sickening. So the rest <laughs> of the league, the rest of the league need to pull out their arses and step it up. I got an Eagles, Eagles for me, especially after that last game. They're exciting to watch. They get out on a fast break. First game they played a bit too much one on one, but they were still. I mean, they dragged out the win. They got the win, and they look so good on the break. Taj Green running the floor and um. Yeah, I think they they look really good and it, they're exciting to watch. Um, so Eagles are my my choice for for a team I like to watch. Other than uh, other than my own, who's your favourite player to watch, Nicholson? It can be anybody on your team as well. That's fine. I don't mind that. I'm, I'm trying to stay away from my own team because I see him more than anyone else. Cause I watch him every day at training. Yeah, it's up to you. Um, oh. So Not easy. It's not that I don't well. No, I don't enjoy watching them play. I just, yes, it's an easy cop out. Um, ah, no, bollocks to it. Um, <laughs> so you sat there looking the little, the little, what's the uh, meme of uh, of all the numbers going at him from? Uh, what's it from? <laughs> Hangover when all the numbers are going at him. I, that I was, was Nicholson was even, just then. I was either going to go uh, Nelson <laughs> or Jordan Taylor. Um, and I thought, no, do you know what? Fuck it. Taylor Johnson is freaking slick. Mm. Um, I, I really enjoy his style of play. Okay, cool. Grant, my man, who you got? One man. EW12, Patrick Whelan. Oh, he's been phenomenal, isn't he? Yeah. I've actually, I've not talked up any Gladiator player tonight, but Pat Whelan through two league games has been brilliant. He was brilliant. Again, maybe London shut him down and that's something that as a team, we need to do better is make sure we keep giving space for Pat or to create open looks. Tough against that Lions team, though. They can throw so many bodies at him. Yeah, terrifying. So, but no, he's he's an absolute delight to watch. And you can see him enjoying his basketball when he's running up the court celebrating a three or whatever. Like, that's when you know Pat's happy playing. So, yeah, for me, I, I can't wait to see. Like, I've seen him in practice, watched him now a couple of games, and I'm excited to see what he does in the flesh. We didn't mention Clifton Moore either. He had a great uh, a great game. You know what? Clifton's probably, as the only rookie in our roster this season, Clifton Moore has done something that he, he was probably brought in to be a shot blocker. He was came, brought in to defend the paint, but he's doing a lot more than that. And he's having to because Farrell's finding it hard at the moment. Mm. Farrell's not been the same Farrell at the end of the season, unfortunately. But that'll come. Yeah, absolutely. Um, adapting to new roles, being the captain, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, um, 
But Clifton Moore's looking very classy. And if you're talking about an upgrade, he's massive, a massive upgrade compared to Patrick Tappy. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I'd pick Taj Green. I'm very tempted also to pick Taj Green because I just he's he's just been great. Like he's you know what you're gonna get. Like well you don't probably some some games he sticks the three ball. Some games he goes in the paint and 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 does what he does in the paint. But um, Aaron Rye probably for me outside of Patriots players. You know he's a he's a guy I, I like to to kind of tune in for, but I, I'll be honest, I'm going to be tuning in more for Mason Faulkner as well as the season goes on because I thought he he was a little bit Chris Paul esque um, on that on that roster, controlled things incredibly well and linked up very well with TJ Atwood, but that's a homer pick. So Aaron Rye probably we'll go with that. Um, I think we've pretty much covered everything we're gonna we're gonna talk about this week. I, I, how do you how do you guys feel about having a little quiz to, to decide who uh, who plays out the track at the end? Not great. Not great. It's, I mean, uh, I, told, I didn't understand. Was it last week's one or the week before? I was absolutely bamboozled by it. So last week's quiz, <laughs> last week's quiz was was based on game one of the seasons, plural, and who had uh, who had the better stat lines? Quite interesting. Um, I'll tell you what we'll do this week. Uh, there's been some some big scores individually this season. Uh, they're doing a good job on the BBL website at the moment of keeping the stats up to date. Let's see how up to date they are. That's not a cue for you guys now to be checking out the same, I'm, same I'm stats. I'm shifting photos from OneDrive to a folder. Of course Who's Drive? OneDrive. <laughs> Why are you referring yourself as One? One's Drive, yeah. Nice. Absolute brutal. Sorry. Top 10 accumulative points so far this season. Um, bearing in mind, some teams, some teams have played more games than others. That will come into effect. Uh, Grant, we'll let you go first this time. Uh, accumulative points. Who's in the top 10? You've got two lives. You know, I know see the same guy, Jordan Johnson. Jordan Johnson, one, two, three, four, fifth. So he is off the board. Nicholson? Um, yeah, same again, Green. Tars Green is also in there. He's a lower down than Johnson. Uh, four, five, six, seven, eighth for community. All the points. Com- <laughs> I can't say the word now. What? It's, it's a word that Scottish people can't say. Cumulative. I can't say it now because I'm Scottish. I think that might be what it is. Cumulative. All together. Anyway, all together. I'll just keep saying all together. Nicholson, you're up. Two off the board. Eight to choose from. Oh, am I going third? Oh. Grant went first, I went second. Isn't it Grant's go? Okay, me, Gabe Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Gabe's top. So, well done. He's off the board. Sorry, Nicholson. Your turn. Uh, Maceo Jack. Maceo Jack is second. Good Lord. Look at that. And he's only played two games. And he's already up. He's only two points behind. Like, why? Like, I mentioned him two minutes ago. That's mad to think that we've not mentioned him yet. It's crazy. It's crazy, but that's the nature of the show. I didn't think he'd be that high. So is he second top scorer? Second top accumulative. There you go. But so through two games, that must be meaningful. Through two like games. Average. So he's, yeah, he's, tw- he's he's 20 plus points a game. Um, oh. uh, Nicholson, your um, turn. 
No, is it Nicholson me. Stone? Is you? Me. Sorry, Grant. Uh, Pipkins. Oh. He had 20 odd points of the weekend, so it must be he had about yeah, 18 he's, the week before. He's fifth. He's he's only two points behind Macy Jack. 40 points accumulative for ah. in two games. That's 20 points a game average. Not bad. Nicholson, you're up. Um, just based on these one couple of MVPs, Aaron, uh, Aaron Rye. Aaron Rye is yeah. there as well. One, two, three, four, five, sixth on the list. Same amount of points accumulative uh, as Pipkins. Uh, back to you, Grant. Um, I'm thinking there must the Lions have played three games so uh, who am I going for am I going to go Taylor or am I going to go Nelson let's go Nelson you were right Nelson, Luke Nelson is third on the list 41 points um, Great, I think he had a great game of the weekend uh, he was brilliant good to see Nicholson you're up uh, Pat Wheeler Pat Whelan's 10th on the list. Let me just calculate how many we've got left. One, two, two left. We're, we're getting oh, crap. we're getting short on uh, on names now. Uh, is it Grant again now? Yeah. Go on then. So, so it's only top 10. Top 10. We'll go outside that should we need to. But we might reach... Reduce it to one life left, seeing as there's only two people left to choose. We'll no, go sudden one's death. Got, one's got to get it wrong, one's got to get it right. Yes, sudden death, we'll do that. Yeah. Okay, so... Go through some teams. Leicester. Couldn't tell you anyone. <laughs> there's no one through two games that's scored a lot for them. Plymouth. Who played two games? Okay, they were blown out. TJ Atwood was good in the first... No, he, got, he wasn't great in the first game, but he was 17... What did he get? He got 20 at the weekend. So let's go TJ Atwood. TJ Atwood, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seventh on the list. Um, which is, if, if I'm right, we've got one slot remaining. Um, Nicholson, you get this wrong, you've lost. Well, it's computer frozen for a second. No pressure. Either way. Skylar White is 14th. He's out of the top 10. What? Yeah. Wow. 34 points for Skylar in two games. Jamal Anderson. Is less than Josh Sharma, who's in ninth. 36 points in oh, three wow. games. He's played three games, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, he's I only wasn't... got to get 12 points a game, hasn't he, to get that. I was going to say Skylar. That was my next one. So uh, Tariq Phillip is 11th Jamel Anderson is 12th Dante Graham um, is 13th and Skylar White Evan Walsh Evan Walsh is up in the top 20 which is good to see 33 points from him in two games Ian De- uh, DeBose uh, Ramsey Brad Green Jaron Holmes and then it goes down to Taylor Johnson on 28 so there you are accumulative which I've managed to say properly uh, which means, Grant, is that the second time you've won the quiz? You didn't win uh, the other day when Ads had it. I've Ad? never won a quiz. Have you? You never. Oh. You know what? You know what? You know what? I'm gonna gift Paul the choices song. As someone who's got to choose often, I feel like the BPR That's very, audience. That's very kind of you. Need to hear a Nicholson choice. Like yeah. Disney. 
it'll likely know, be Disney or some sort of cartoon. Gonna be, yeah. But you know what? I think the BTR audience, whoever actually listens to the end. <laughs> exciting times, exciting times. Go on then, Nick. Come come on, on, I was just laughing because I was like, oh, imagine if I went with the BBL soundtrack. Um, <laughs> so corporate. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to go with? Because it upset me today when I discovered that it's the last episode of the series that I was watching with Luca. What are you watching? Bluey. <laughs> oh, what a great choice. What songs do you want off the Bluey album, or do you just want the Bluey theme tune? The intro, man. The intro is the game on. Done. Yeah, that's not the last. By the way, have, have they uploaded? They haven't uploaded the latest ones, have they? They've got no, they haven't. Oh. No, so, so the it, last one you've seen is the uh, football like, one, yeah, the rugby one. Sorry, the rugby one. Every there's... time, every time Bluey comes on, Luca stands up. It doesn't matter what he's doing. Told you. Told you. We told you. Told you. Told Gives it. Gives it some of that. Like it's the best, like, man. It's the best. Yeah. There's. Like there is for all ages. I'm going to say this now. There's been a couple of episodes that have had me choked big time. Yeah. Rain is one of them. There's a couple of others. Oh, Rain. I love Rain, Rain is, is my favourite one. Um, and it's on Spotify now on the Bluey soundtrack. The, the music yeah. from the Rain. I'll have that on in the car. Uh, <laughs> but there is one coming out. Uh, those of you who watch Bluey will know the character Rusty, whose dad is at war. Is Well, he's in the army. Yes. There's one coming out that's called the day we the day we tried to get Rusty out. His dad teaches him to play cricket, and it's all about a letter that his dad gives to or sends to Rusty. It looks like his dad doesn't come home, and he's told to look after his sister. It looks. I mean, I'm I'm getting a little bit now talking about it because it looks like it's going to be one that's going to be tough to watch. <laughs> <laughs> But Bluey is amazing. Changes lives. I tell people on the bus. I get people get on, on my bus, particularly when I'm working in Plymouth, not so much on the moors, that give a tablet to their kid and I can hear the fucking horrible noise from Peppa Pig. And, I'm like, and I, I do, I lean out the cab and I'm like, have you, uh, have you, have you heard of Bluey? Like, no, no. I'm like, have a little look. It's way better than Peppa Pig. And then I, it's amazing. Suddenly they'll switch to Bluey and the kids on it, and I feel like and I've, the mum or dad are stealing the tablet yeah, off them. Yeah, I feel like I've achieved something that day. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, Grant, my man, anything to plug before we go? Um, no. Gladiators have got ten days off, so big ten days to kind of bring the squad back together. Um, oh, we didn't talk about the European game. Talk about it. Go. Uh, what? Opportunity that was Freiburg were there for the taking, played unreal first quarter and it kind of similar to kind of all the games so far we've kind of not been able to keep our kind of top performance. Mm. Um, Ian De Boss was amazing. Paliza that was his best game in a Gladiators jersey. Clifton Moore again was superb, and yeah, I think it was a six point defeat in the end, which is quite gut wrenching considering up until about three minutes to go we were in the lead and. Deserved yeah. to be in the lead, and but Freiburg went from hitting bricks to hitting everything, and then foul trouble never helped us. We were constantly at sending them to the three throw line, and Farrell uh, yeah. fouled, not fouled out, but was on four fouls, played nine minutes. Ian DeBoss ended up fouling out with about two or three to go. Pat Wheel was on four, Onwaz was on four, just too many guys in mm. foul trouble, and um, which, which considering I think. 
I can't remember the guy's name, but Freiburg's second top scorer was something like 10 from 10 from three throws, but only made about two from 10 from the field. So, yeah, gave away too many easy buckets. The defence in the first quarter was amazing. If that's how we're going to play, if we can play like that for 40 minutes, then it's going to be, teams are going to find it hard against us. But we weren't. We drop out of BCL, which was always going to be tough, into the Europe Cup. So we we just have to face the defending champions and that in the group Looking stages. Looking forward to watching that, though. Yeah. yeah, and I'm currently trying to price up a trip to Bilbao because I think that's the most realistic one for me. Nice. So if anyone, if anyone wants to fund my travelling... Do a GoFund page. <laughs> BTR road trip to Bilbao. <laughs> the glad glad cast road trip, I should say. I apologize. Yeah. Ah, you can come too, Pabs. You can we can go on a bus. Oh, wouldn't that be good? Wouldn't that be good? Think of the crap we could talk about. For miles and miles and miles of talking just, pish. There would just be food wrappers up and down the bus, <laughs> bottles of water and all sorts. Like a, normal, like a normal day in Plymouth, yeah. <laughs> um well, did you enjoy the Twitter spaces, by the way? How did that go? Yeah, so we did a Twitter space as well, like um, was someone just we decided to do on the day of and seemed to go down quite well. We had quite a lot of people come and go off it. Some people stuck around, and it was something a wee bit different considering there was no comms in the game as well yesterday. Um, there was no commentary, so it probably gave some people some short sighted, yeah, something to listen to. But I don't think any of the BCL qualities have, um, huh. on so, YouTube, uh, anyway. yeah, yeah. Yeah, true, they might on court side. I go out to networks and whatnot and add commentary as it goes. So, yeah, it was quite cool. I think it's something that we might try again as the season progresses and maybe for some other Euro games. But if anyone's got any comments on that, let us know. And yeah, it gave inspired me to think that we should, that's how we should maybe do our, our kind of five live stuff on a well, Sunday I des- night. I really want to do that. It just is logistics. That's all it is. If we can get that to work, it'll be brilliant phone-in style thing. Anyway, thank you, Grant, my man. Nicholson, um, oh, Hi. actually, quick, a quick shout-out for the Pat Pack podcast. Yes. Listen to that as well. I thought that was really good. Nice, insightful. Um, I like listening to the... I'm looking forward to listening to the review on the on the Riders game. But you, yourself, you'll have a... You've got a guest on Wednesday? Uh, yeah, Jacob Wiley on Wednesday. Oh. Uh, which will be a good one. Interesting to, to learn more about Jacob. Yeah, uh, obviously, time in Greece and, and whatever else. Mm. The guys at the Pat Pack actually remind me I need to get back to them about doing some player interviews. Um, so that would be pretty cool. cool. Um, I know they're interested in doing that. But yeah, no, we got we got our pod. We'll be recording Wednesday. So normally it'll either be Wednesday night or Thursday morning. It'll be out. Cool. Uh, yeah, Jake is going to be an interesting one. He's a uh, he's he's a bit of a fan favorite with uh, the ladies. That's for sure. Is he? Uh, he is. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, you can see that on socials. They're, they're, they're liking a bit of Jacob. Um, there's always one that they've drawn, you know, they've drawn towards, and, and he's oh, the one. Cool. There you go. Yeah, he had one of the moments. Did you see the picture of him and his um, old teammate who now plays for Leicester? No. So they had, they did a jersey swap. Uh, nice. At the end of the game, and like, not like just for a photo type thing I hope I you got it say, back they'll have to give it yeah back. you got it back there's only like, one you've only he, got one he, the whole season he's going be running after him like hey yeah gotta wash that that's cool <laughs> I like that um, which was so they had a nice photo together but the Leicester guy had like a vest on underneath his jersey and Jacob didn't and then all of a sudden the comments just went Bum. oh right okay yeah so we, we might talk to him about that it's like when Leslie was it Leslie Smith who won the um, Bristol's Sexiest Man competition do you remember that 
Do you not remember? <laughs> oh, we followed That's very different things on Twitter. No, bro. Like on Leslie Smith's first season, we because we tore Did he really? Raiders. He he literally won Bristol Sexiest Man. That's amazing. And that then the season when we had uh, Ryan Richard around as well, and Ryan Richard just spent the whole season calling him Big Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> love it, absolutely love it. Great work. All right, fellas. Um, hey, good show today, boys. Enjoyed this. It's been good top, fun. It's been good fun. Job. I'll say, look out for the bonus podcast of the movie draft. Uh, and then we're going to start trying to get some some guests on the bonus podcast and, and maybe try and do half hour a week with whoever we can get on. I've, I did float the idea, and I've got a message him actually because Josh Bett, bless him, gave me his number. I floated the idea to Josh Bett, see if his dad might like the idea of just a 20-minute weekly show entitled Mix Picks. Uh, his father, obviously two-time BBL coach of the year, Mick Bet, And he did a lot of graphics last season and had, he ran a lot of numbers and did a lot of kind of prediction things on his Twitter regarding the BBL. So I wonder if, if we might try and get that off the ground. It's just something extra, maybe not necessarily a bonus pod, but just something extra for us to have on the feed and That's so cool. keep you entertained. But it could be fun if it works out. It, it could be fun. It could be something for the gamblers maybe to look at as well. So I think, uh, something exciting. Oh my God, gamblers don't even... That do you see? Did you see the message that I sent? Yes, out? we saw that. Okay. Now nobody will be aware of this, but Nicholson got some. Well, they were dickish messages, basically, which every other word was "fuck you," um, and it was regarding the Patriots. And it wasn't ads or me. <laughs> no, it was regarding the Patriots' last three minutes and how he lost. They lost some a gambler, uh, a substantial. Well, I guess a substantial amount of money. You wouldn't react like that if it was just a fiver, I guess, but. Some some gambler from America, you get it after you get this a lot actually on social media accounts. It was mad, which which people don't realize on the BBL social media accounts, they're from all over the world, and this guy was just going in, um, and I, yeah, I just put. I just thought it was an old Raiders fan when I first read it. No, no, some guy in in the states, and then they they then created six different new accounts, and and then went at it again. It was those six new accounts. Oh, crazy. <laughs> crazy stuff Lizzie should just do what I did one little bet 16 to 1 make 85 quid and I'm going to leave it at that probably for the season <laughs> I might be tempted out of uh, I'm not retirement allowed to. I'm not allowed to for something well no you've got a yeah mind you are we no we haven't got we, no we're alright yeah yeah no it's, it's it's uh, BBL yeah like staff BBL representative yeah just in case yeah. you've uh, you've done a a Tim Donaghy um, <laughs> read that book recently as well I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I think it's game in the uh, game in the game or something like that. But there's a, there was a thirty to thirty about it. Tim Donahue and his um, advising various gambling outlets. One guy in particular, a guy called Batista, um, giving him tips on games that he was refing, and then claiming he didn't have a he he wasn't having a say on the outcome of the game. It was literally stuff that he'd learned on the day that was helping him out, which didn't add up because the guy Batista was shifting the lines where he wanted to for like a week before the game started <laughs> so he, yeah it's great it's a great book if anyone wants to read it the NBA scandal the referee that that tipped off some bookies and then had a say in the front it would be so funny if, not funny but it would be uh, didn't we have something like that come up here once I think we did you know I'm trying to think back to who it was there was it wasn't a massive too long ago 
It was a I massive one. I don't think it was one. that one at all. No, I forget who it was. I wouldn't want to try and guess the name. No, 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 don't no, do that. No. <laughs> we get in trouble for that. Um, but I think I might know. I'll have to chat about it afterwards. But I can tell you as well, Aussie Rules had had a thing, and it was completely innocent. A bunch of guys, a, a team had bet on themselves, and they put a fiver on themselves to win a game, and then they won a game, but they didn't realise that they weren't allowed to bet on the game. <laughs> so they got into trouble. Anyway, before we get into trouble, let's leave. Um, fellas, thank you for joining me. Everybody at home, thank you for listening. Look out on the bonus feed for the uh, movie draft until next time take it easy we'll speak to you soon